on paper. It looks like my life is falling apart. I lost my job, with it my benefits, and since I was not vested, my retirement. My backup plan has been to write a novel. I've been buying Costco-sized bottles of liquor, ostensibly to start a speakeasy in my friend's garage to protest mandates, but so far, I've been my only customer. I've converted my savings into Bitcoin, and I briefly started seeing my ex again. He is 20. This truism has made me cautious of declaratives concerning my own situation. Being wrong feels exactly like being right. It is not until you realize that you are wrong that you feel remorse, regret, shame. Knowing you are wrong feels different from being wrong. That truism has also helped me to understand why so many rational, good people have started to behave in irrational, evil ways. When the mayor imposed a vaccine mandate on the city of Seattle's workforce in August, I decided to remain undecided. I sought out people who think differently than I do. My brother is a physician assistant in the army. His fiancée is also a PA and serves in the National Guard. They were some of the first to get vaccinated, and I admire them for that level of courage. My brother and his fiancée assured me of the safety and efficacy of the vaccines. They also told me that they did not agree with the mandates. However, they said it is not worth losing your job over. I also met with my pastor. Religion was foundational to my upbringing. My first year of college was at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. It was also the first time I told anyone about having same-sex attraction. That revelation was met by crushing condemnation. It sent me into a self-destructive tailspin that 15 years later, I am still recovering from. In our walk around Wright Park, my pastor told me that while he did not agree with the mandates, he thought I should get vaccinated. As the deadline to submit a religious exemption loomed, I had my blood drawn to test it for antibodies. The lab work came back as being positive meaning I have already been exposed to SARS-CoV-2, I have developed antibodies, and I have natural immunity. That information was formative in making my decision. It was a surreal experience to articulate my religious beliefs to a government panel, not least of all because I seemed such an unlikely poster boy. There was a decade of my life where I was inside more men than churches, believed thinkers like Hitchens and Dawkins, and as Thoreau would say, injured eternity by killing time. Yet there was something that compelled me to say, this is the hill. I think in no small part because I recognized how the Bible, prayer, and church had transformed me over the past two years. The city of Seattle coerced me to convey my religious beliefs in writing. They then conditioned my employment on renouncing those beliefs. When I refused, I was separated. The word separation is a euphemism. Firing employees for their religious beliefs is problematic. Separating employees for noncompliance is not. We have been persuaded to pledge allegiance to a new normal of euphemisms, changing definitions, and updated guidelines, rather than admit what has been taken from us. Experiencing live music, art, and theater together Meals with family and friends, 
seeing each other's faces, the freedom to travel, all the hospital beds we were not allowed to sit next to, the comforting embraces we were robbed of at funerals, the altars we could not kneel at or exchange vows in front of. It is no small thing to be alive, to shoulder the burden of one's humanity instead of shirking it, to replace fear with more imaginative stories about ourselves. It may be that all our lives are falling apart, have been crumbling piece by piece for the past 20 months. We must acknowledge and grieve all that we have lost so that we can set about the hard work of rebuilding, reclaiming, redeeming. The time has come to replace compliance with courage, to replace admonishing one another to be safe with extolling one another to be brave. Then we will remember, as C.S. Lewis said, that spring replaces winter, poetry replaces grammar, prayer replaces complaint, Gospel replaces law as surely as a rising tide lifts a grounded ship.